Hello, you're listening to Connect, Collaborate, and Create with Lisa and Devo. Each week on our podcast, we will discuss and dissect ways we are attempting to live our best life through our business, our personal lives, and connections and relationships we forge that make us successful. Okay, so hey, welcome everyone. This is, um, it's a podcast, vlogcast, and Lisa and I have been casually doing this on the side. We haven't officially launched this yet. Uh, we thought this would be a good episode to record given the situation. So I'm Devo from Fusion Photography. I'm Lisa Staff from Lisa Staff Photography. <laughs> and we have our friend Mosco from Bogdan, actually. I, ca- I call you Mosco because it's easier to say, but we have our friend Bogdan from Italy uh, on the podcast right now. And Bogdan is a fellow photographer, and we have known each other for a, a short amount of time, but we have been communicating uh, off and on for the past year or so on a variety of everything work-related. So uh, Lisa and I thought it'd be an opportune time to have a candid discussion with somebody on the ground in the trenches in right now what is considered the hot zone of what's happening around the world right now with this coronavirus. So also on the line, we have the ghost translator Uzi, who is uh, formerly used to live in Rome. So Uzi and I uh, went to college together. I've known Uzi for years, Bogdan. He's used to live in Rome. His wife is, I believe, is Italian, and he speaks relatively decent Italian, obviously, more than I do. So uh, I, I, want, I don't want to keep you on too long. I know you've got a lot going on right now, but we just was, were hoping to have a candid conversation uh, with you about actually the reality of the situation from your perspective. A, a person just like us, a commoner, if you will, living, living their lives in and among the community and access to what's actually going on from your perspective. So, um, first of all, thank you for joining and, uh, just tell us in your words, what's, what's going on right now from your perspective. Allora, la situazione è un disastro. Okay. So the situation is quite, uh, great and severe. Um, it certainly isn't a, um, uh, something that can be taken lightly, uh, no less, um, uh, joking, you'd say. It's, a, it's definitely um, a serious situation where it requires everyone to really collaborate uh, uh, with each other. Allora, vi, vi do un po' di numeri. Okay, so regarding some statistics, um, again, it's, uh, it is rather serious, and I don't want to um, bring out any sort of uh, sense of fear or, would say, I don't want to necessarily scare you, but uh, it's very important uh, for you to know that since um, patient zero uh, coming about, there's been over the last, uh, let's say about 30 days or so, there's already 30,000 that have been uh, infected with the virus over here. Parlando di... Sorry, the numbers are quite absurd. And, you know, just even just today, uh, there have been... 350 people uh, who died today. So, 100, 100 yesterday. So, you're in the middle of Italy, right, Bogdan? You're kind of central yes. Tuscany yes. area, correct? Yes, yes. Is the so originally the virus was confined to the north, prom, primarily Lombardo, northern Italy, but now is it safe to say that it's everywhere in Italy or is it slowly moving south? Allora, quello che ci dicono. So right now, it's, uh, the, the virus is essentially. They tell us 
that it's, it's actually spreading like a storm. Um, and uh, Italy is, uh, is quite isolated at this, at this time. So I, I don't think I quite got the answer. So it originally was in Northern Italy. Is he confirming that it's now moving through Central and Southern Italy as well? Yes, yes, it's yes indeed. Spreading, spreading out quite rapidly. In, in tutta l'Italia, diciamo. So while in Lombardy, um, it was the, that's where it began and the, where the, the highest concentration was. Uh, it's gradually spread across uh, all of Italy, going, you know, extending to the central area, and then also all the way down to the south, essentially making the entire country itself a, an entire red zone. So tell me then how it's, you know, I know it's changed your life, but what's, what's your daily routine like now? And are people, like everyone is cooperating with that? And are you able to find the supplies that you need to sustain yourself and all of that? Allora, ehm, diciamo che per ora, per ora. Okay, so the current situation is, it's, quite out of this world, um, with, uh, whereby at, at the moment the streets are totally empty. It's almost like a movie. Um, the, the only areas, uh, like shops and everything, are, they're all closed. Uh, the only places that are open, um, functioning, let's say, would be supermarkets and pharmacies uh, so that, so that uh, folks can get their, uh, their basic uh, needs uh, from those areas. Um, but regarding, um, regarding Bogdan's routine, um, you know, he's, he, he goes on about uh, with his work, but obviously with precautions, uh, you know, uh, wearing masks and, uh, and gloves. We were, we were doing some live cam viewing of Italy yesterday, and we were looking in Sicily, Venice, Rome. I actually looked in Lombardo and some of the areas around Sorrento. And... Um, primarily in Rome and Venice, it looked like something out of a dystopian movie. There was literally nobody on, on the streets to be seen. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Allora, ci hanno messo, ci hanno messo, praticamente. Okay, so even with a few shops that are open, they have to close uh, by six in the evening. Um, and at this stage, uh, you know, I'd say most of the people are, are uh, cooperative, um, and most of the most of the seventy percent of the population, uh, you could say, has understood the gravity of the situation. So um, they are complying with the the, the the local rules that have been uh, enforced um, in order to yeah just keep things going. Quello che che volevo consigliare. So as, you know, as this, uh, as this spreads and it's coming, for example, over to uh, the States, um, he wishes to uh, really recommend a couple of uh, ground rules, um, which he believes will make uh, quite a difference uh, in terms of how uh, it can be handled or how it can be best handled uh, when confronting it uh, on, in the States, for example, as it, uh, you know, as, as we tackle the problem, as it grows and have to deal with it. Allora, mh, anzitutto, anzitutto, stare a casa. Okay, so the very first rule is the most fundamental and essential rule is to essentially stay at home. Um, there is no, obviously, no, no 
determined cure for the virus at this stage. And it's, it's just, that is the most basic rule that everyone should follow. And that, you could, that if you have to go out, that you go out only if it's necessary. And that means basically if you have to go uh, get food, for example. So that's the, the very first rule. Uh, the second one would be to wash your hands as much as possible. Um, again, this, uh, and, and avoiding avoiding contact. So, and then just basically stay, keep your distance. That is, uh, when uh, when encountering folks, to keep at least uh, one meter of distance. Um, and, then <laughs> and to wear a uh, mask uh, and uh, use gloves uh, and avoiding actual physical contact. So, at, you know, at this stage, we, we still don't know anything about the virus. Um, and as such, there, there is no cure at the moment. Um, you know, in, in the States, they are doing trials uh, for a vaccine, but this will obviously uh, take time. Um, and and with, uh, with his own humble understanding, you know, it has to go through a phase of testing. And then you have to go through a process of mass production. And, you know, considering the fact that uh, within the span of, uh, what, 20 to 30 days, whereby from, uh, you know, you had just a single, you had your first, you know, patient zero uh, to 30, was it 30,000 infected within such a short period of time, it's, you know, we just simply don't have any time. So in order to, dealing with these, these considerations, uh, it makes it all the more important uh, to follow uh, the, the fundamental rules that uh, he has uh, suggested. Perciò, bisogna un attimino pensare. Io, il mio consiglio più grande. So, it's, you know, it's really important to think about yourself, but also, uh, especially the people around you. Um, and, and in that respect, you know, especially those people who are at risk. So whether they be the elderly um, or kids or uh, people with, uh, you know, respiratory diseases and whatnot, um, you just you just never know. You, you need to take a moment to, to reflect and, and, and see how your actions can lead to certain consequences because again, you never know. You, you know, it will come and you don't want to be the person that actually, you know, goes out and brings it back into your homes and, you know, affect those people uh, around you. Perché? Perché qui una persona è infetta. You have to think, for example, how, how it's actually spread. So one, a single infected person can make, for example, 10 other people ill and then it just basically spreads. And it contributes back to what Bogdan was saying, you know, in terms of uh, you know, this, this one. Yeah. So um, I don't know if you'd heard, we're monitoring the news over here. And, and let me back up for a second. Uh, our hearts go out to everybody in Italy. We're watching it over here with, with a lot of tension. Uh, it's, it's scary for a lot of people who are actually in, in tune on what's going on. Some good news, if there is any good news to be had, we, um, China reported that for the first time in two weeks, um, some of their several provinces that they have imposed really strict quarantines on have not reported any new cases. Um, and in some cases, they've actually opened up some of the schools. So what you're saying is absolutely correct. 
quarantine yourself, stay off the streets unless absolutely necessary. Um, and from our perspective, we, at least Lisa and I, we don't think we've even seen the beginning of this yet. So we are trying to preach to our audience to practice diligence and vigilance and to be smart about this. One of the things that I was concerned about is the quarantine in of itself. You mentioned that people were mostly cooperating with that. Did that take some time for the cooperation to take hold? Were, were people, because it's kind of surreal, right? Like, it's hard to believe this is happening. Yeah. Were people slow to respond to that like they've been here in the States? Uh, no, purtroppo l'hanno presa molto, molto sul serio. Uh, the people here actually took this uh, uh, rather seriously um, at the beginning. Um, the majority of the people followed you know, all the recommendations. Um, and from his point of view, you know, he, the way you can reflect on the, the, the sentiment of the folks is you need to sacrifice you know, uh, and step out of your, your comfort zone. Um, and then you really have to do it. And it's just, again, not, not just for you, but for the people around you, whether it's your, you know, your, your family, your mother, your son, your, uh, your grandparents, and, uh, and so forth. Want to connect with us more? Would you like to check out past episodes? You can do so by clicking on any of the links below. You can also find us on Instagram at Lisa Staff Photo and at Fusion Photog. They are also listed below. So I, I really appreciate everything that you've said, especially the fact of not really, not being selfish about it, like thinking about the others that you could infect and, and taking the precautions that you need. Um, we're finding here so far that people are starting to understand it, but those people that are starting to understand it are going out and, and hoarding. <laughs> like hoarding things, like you go to the grocery store and the shelves are empty. Apparently toilet paper is in great demand because there's no toilet paper here or anything. Are you, are you finding that, that people had that mentality where you are or it's, it's, it's more civilized? Um, no, guarda, molto sorprendente. Surprisingly, um, uh, the books here understood that um, you know it was, uh, it was important to, to leave stuff uh, for others. So uh, in the end, like ultimately, there was no no panic buying. Um, you know, people took basically. You know, if there's something, you know, take one thing as opposed to three, so that people leave things uh, for others mm. um, because you know they understood. People yeah. And then yeah, you know, with this. There were no worries uh, that there will be food, for example. So, um, in essence, people knew, or people with the, with the overall uh, collaborative spirit, if you will, uh, there was always, there was never lines um, or any confusion, let's say, you know, fighting over food, for example. It was very, very civilized and, uh, and collaborative. Anche perché bisogna capire che se corriamo tu, um, you know, if, we need to understand that if we all go into, into a supermarket all together, we basically increase the risk of, uh, <clears throat> of spreading uh, the, the disease. And uh, it's important that, you know, people enter, you know, a supermarket one at a time. So, you know, if you do that and there's no, 
it's important that people understand that it's not the end of the world and, and, the, and the end of the world, it, the world is not going to end in this way and it would, it would not be uh, uh, the way to go about it. Hence, it's important to remain positive um, because there will always be, there will be food, there will be love. That's inspiring what your, your attitude and the way that it's coming together. Really inspiring. Yeah. So I don't want to keep it too much longer, but I did have one kind of sensitive question, if I may ask. So I'm struggling to understand why different countries are responding differently to this. And I know that there's some politics involved with it. I know there's a lot of bureaucracy involved in it. And I know there's a lot of unknowns involved in everything. Why do you think Italy has suffered so many casualties so early on in the process, whereas other countries, for example, like South Korea, who has a similar population, has managed it considerably better. And, and I'm not pointing fingers or saying there's fault at, at here. I'm just, I'm genuinely curious as a lesson to Americans, why has, why has Italy had so much ill effect and what can we learn from it? Allora, perché? Perché purtroppo in Italia? Okay. So, unfortunately, um, it's, it's quite well known that the virus affects uh, the, the elderly. Um, and, you know, Italy actually has a, a high uh, percentage of, old, uh, of the elderly, essentially. Um, and then, you know, even here, there are people that live until like uh, 100 years old and so forth. So, with the virus, you know, you had the, you know, those with the high percentage of elderly, plus with those with the with heart problems and respiratory problems, um, you know, this unfortunately contributed to uh, the, the high death count. Però non fate una regola di questo perché non hanno colpito. So, but I, however, I want to make it very clear that this isn't uh, a virus that affects just the elderly um, and that. You know, younger people are just as much at risk. Uh, hence, you know, it's, it's important to be, to be careful, uh, to be collaborative, and to, to be able to sacrifice 100% in order for us, uh, everyone, to be able to, to advance and, and, you know, if you want to live and, and advance collectively together. Well said. Really appreciate your words. Are you good? Mm -hmm. Okay. Bogdan. Thank you. Uh, I, I don't want to keep you any longer. I, re I really appreciate you coming on and doing this. Uh, I, I'm, my, my heart goes out to you and your family and your friends and your business and the Italian community. You know, I, I have visited Italy twice and I'm in love with the country and people and I, I wish you all the best. Stay in touch with us. Uh, you know, I'd like to maybe do this again in a week or so just to kind of see how things are progressing. The, the purpose behind this is purely... It's purely no educational. Problem. So thank you very much. Uzi, thank you for translating. I do appreciate your time. And please stay in touch with us, okay? Grazie a voi. Grazie. E, e mi raccomando, seguite le regole. Questo bisogna ripeterlo. Bisogna fare un sacrificio. Bisogna essere consapevoli di questo. Thank you very e ringrazio a loro per l'interesse. It's always the point to be able to sacrifice uh, and then to follow the rules for everyone's benefit. Thank you. Thank you to both of you. Ciao. Thank you very much. Thanks. Ciao. Thank you, guys.
Thank you for listening to Connect, Collaborate, and Create. We hope you enjoyed the show. If there's a topic you would like to discuss, want to be our guest, or have any helpful comments, feel free to drop us a line below. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again. Have a fantastic day. Thank you.